Welcome to Life Point with your host, Pastor Tom Doherty. Welcome to Life Point. I'm Pastor Tom Doherty, and I'm glad you've tuned in today. Today, my special guest is going to be Pastor Brian Seidel of the Journey Church, former radio host himself, and it's going to be a great week. May God bless you as you listen to Pastor Brian. Well, hello, everybody. I am back here with you again. Uh, this is day three. So if you've heard from, from me this week, uh, you kind of already know, but for if you haven't, I'll just let you know, my name is Brian Seidel. I am the lead pastor of Faith Journey Church in Caldwell. And so I'm out kind of on the other end of the valley from Tom. Uh, but I worked with Tom for many years. I was on staff at Cloverdale. And then uh, again, several years ago, I left and to take the lead role at this uh, new church. And so at Faith Journey Church, and we are right off of the, the Middleton exit of the freeway, exit 25. So we're right out in that Middleton Caldwell area. And so if you're out in that end of the valley and you want to check us out, we'd love to, I'd love to meet you. Uh, so you're welcome to come and, and uh, try out church with us. And we have services at 9 30 11 on sundays we have youth and kids we just opened a daycare uh, at our church as well so if you're in in the market for a, for daycare we'd love to talk to you also but you can find all those details of everything that's going on at faithjourneyidaho.com so we'd love to again meet you if you're uh, if you don't have a church home and if you're out on that that end area of the valley uh, and we'd love to meet you so and also again what i'm sharing with you today and this week is just just portions of a message series that we've been in recently in our church on the fruits of the spirit. And so if you want to hear any of these messages in their entirety and in the right order, you are welcome to do that. Uh, we podcast and yeah, and, and archive all of our sermons. Uh, you can find links to YouTube as well as the podcast links uh, off of our website at Faith Journey Idaho, or just search us on any of your favorite uh, podcast platforms. We're on on those as Faith Journey Podcast, and also uh, all of the sermons. You can get just full video of the sermons on YouTube as well. So if you just Again, search Faith Journey Church uh, Caldwell. You should be able to find us. Uh, if not, there's direct links right off of our website. So again, welcome back with me as we are diving into the fruits of the Spirit. And this is our main text for this series is Galatians 5, 16 through 26. And again, I encourage you to go and read that. And it's just a, it's a powerful passage that... It talks about, uh, you know, just this ongoing battle that's happening in the heart of every believer right? uh, between our sinful nature and, and what that nature wants to do and the, and the spirit of God that lives inside the heart of every believer. And, and as we are on this transformation journey and process, right, of the Holy Spirit making us holy and transforming us from the inside out as these, these different characteristics that are known as the fruits of the spirit. And they are really just characteristics of, of God. And, and as those become more and more prominent in our life and, Again, we, we've dived into each one of these as a church, and we've we've taken a deeper dive study into each of them. But today, and and through these last few days, uh, as we've been together on the radio, we've I've been diving into the fruit of faithfulness. And again, this is not in the right order. Obviously, it's kind of further down the list. Um, you know, love is the first one, and I think that that's very fitting, right? That love should be the first one, and and after love comes joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self control. And like I said, but I wanted to share with you guys this one about faithfulness because because it is so incredibly foundational, right, um, to who we are as followers of Jesus. 
because it is our faith. And in fact, that's exactly the word that is used in this list. It's not actually faithfulness. It's the same word that's used hundreds of times throughout the New Testament as faith. And yesterday we looked at the two just most foundational scriptures of what our faith is and and where it is and why we have it. And that was Hebrews 11.1. 1. This is faith shows us the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. And Ephesians 2, 8 and 9, where it says, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works, so that no one can boast. As we look at these foundational verses, right, that describe for us what biblical faith is. And the first thing that I kind of brought up yesterday is the fact that faith is more than knowledge. And as I, I just kind of threw it out there at the end yesterday, right, that there is a lot of knowledge of who God is that's out there in the world. Right? But it's not faith, but just stays as knowledge. Just an example as I, that I threw out yesterday is that, you know, people inherently know that God is the authority, right? That he is the judge. And like I said, even for those that don't claim to follow God, they kind of know that. They already know that, right? And they feel the weight of that. And yet, again, that, that can kind of play out. It might be maybe even that knowledge is something that even keeps somebody apart from God in thinking that, oh, God is just a this spiteful, mean authority that is just waiting for me to mess up so he can take me out. Hey, now, kind of the, the other side of the spectrum, right, is, again, very common knowledge of even those that probably don't know God or don't go to church is this idea that God is love. And this as well, again, if it's just that knowledge, right, people know that you see that, even claim that, and yet thinking that, you know, no matter what I do, no matter what, where I go, how bad a person I am, God is love, and he's going to love me no matter what. And so... Again, this idea, and that is true, but yet, but God also doesn't want to keep us there. He doesn't want to keep us apart from him. He doesn't want to keep us in our life of sin and misery. And I think when we think about both of these things, if they stay as knowledge, they will actually keep us away from God because you're thinking, well, if all God's going to do is just waiting to take me out and he's a vengeful and wrathful and judgmental God, right? Well, then why does it even matter? Because I'm just going to get condemned anyway. Or again, the flip side of that, right? If, if God's love stays just as knowledge, then it's like, well, then, because God's going to love me no matter what. So my actions don't even matter. So I'll just do whatever I want, right? Again, both of these things, if they stay as knowledge, stay as an excuse to do nothing, especially when it comes to faith. See, but faith is way more than knowledge because if I look at this and look at the, the story of the gospel, right, is the fact that, yes, God is the authority and the judge, but he In his love, he provided a way out, right? Through the life, death, and resurrection of Jesus. And yes, God is love and he shows his love. I mean, primarily, right? I mean, first and foremost, through Jesus, right? He showed us what love was by by sending his son and dying on the cross and resurrecting to give us a way out of that. And yet God is still, though, our heavenly father who disciplines his children. Because again, love doesn't, yes, love is where we are, but it doesn't leave us there. And to see that knowledge, when I apply my faith, right, to this knowledge of these characteristics of God, then it becomes active. It becomes real, right? But it has to be more than knowledge. Okay, James 2, 19 through 20 says, you say you have faith for you believe that there is one God. Well, good for you. Even the demons believe this and they tremble in fear. How foolish. Can't you see that the faith 
without good deeds is useless. Again, we think about a chair and I think we all, we all have a level of faith in our lives, right? Think about a chair. Like you can look and you can have all kinds of knowledge about that chair, right? Of knowing the engineering behind it, the weight distribution, the materials that are used, how it's constructed and know that, and know that it will hold you up. But faith is when you actually sit down in that chair. And you put your faith in that chair and all of that knowledge to know that it will actually hold you up. And I think when we think about even what we know about God, right, it doesn't become faith until we put some action behind it, right? Just as this verse points out in James, right? Just knowledge, even the demons know that God's real, but it's not faith until you put some actions behind it. Which leads to the next thing we learn in scripture, right? Is that faith grows with actions. In fact, in this same chapter in James, verses 14 through 17, it says, so what good is it, dear brothers and sisters, if you say you have faith, but don't show it by your actions? Can that kind of faith save anyone? Suppose you see a brother or sister who has no food or clothing and you say, goodbye and have a good day, stay warm and eat well, but then you don't give that person any food or clothing. What good does that do? So you see, faith by itself isn't enough unless it produces good deeds. It is dead and useless. So what action do you need to take today in order to grow your faith? And I will tell you, the first action you need to take to grow your faith is to accept Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior if you have not done that. Okay, that's the first action, right? And that's when that faith blossoms and grows and becomes Not just a knowledge of God, right? But a faith in God. It's praying and receiving him as your savior, submitting your heart and your life to him, accepting his his gift of salvation and love through grace. You don't have to earn it, right? All you have to do is accept it. That's the first action you must take. Now, if you've done that and you do know Christ and you're a follower of Jesus and and you want your faith to grow, then the next action is you have to commit to not camping in your faith. And this is exactly what I mean by that is you need to move forward, right? You need to move forward in your faith, right? And say, again, our church, right? Faith Journey Church. It just Faith is first, and then we are committed to growing that faith, right? That we are going to go somewhere. We are not going to camp in our faith. And yet the reality is there are a lot of followers of Jesus in a lot of churches that all they're doing is camping, right? They're like, I've got you know, enough faith to, to go to heaven, and, and I, I'm good. I'm done. I'm just going to stay right here, and I'm going to ride it out. Right? I'm just going to wait for Jesus to come again or for my life to, to end on this earth right? so I can just go to heaven. And I'll tell you, God wants way more than that for you and he wants way more than that for your faith. Okay, will you commit to journeying forward in your faith to becoming more like Christ every day that you're breathing right? and that you're going to fulfill the mission he sent you on right? and use every moment and every breath he gives you to the full capacity you can do that. And the last thing I want to point out today is that faith, as it starts to grow and the more that it grows, is that faith makes your relationship with God personal. Ephesians 3.12 says, because of Christ and our faith in him, we can now come boldly and confidently into God's presence. That is as personal as it gets. You come into God's presence today. Right? Grow your faith. Don't camp. Put action behind your knowledge. I hope you'll do that today. 
Thanks for being with me and I will be back for one more day tomorrow. LifePoint is a ministry of the Cloverdale Church of God. If you would like a copy of today's broadcast or would like more information about the church, please call us at 208-362-1700 or write to Cloverdale Church of God, 3755 South Cloverdale Road, Boise, Idaho, 83709. You may also visit us at our website, www.cloverdalechurch.org. Thank you for listening and have a blessed day.